My name is Ben Almond. Using the perspective of my own life experiences and a passion for great leadership, I share observations and ideas for you to use on your development journey. This is The View from where I sit. Hey everybody, Ben here. Welcome to season two of the podcast. It's been a while since we last chatted. There's been a lot going on on this end, so I've been a little bit distracted, but we're back. We've got some great things coming in this season of the podcast, including cool guests, some fun topics, and some new views on the world from where I sit. Before we get to that, I want to share some of the changes that have happened on my end of things. At the end of last year, I made the decision to leave Jacobs. If you're thinking I might say something bad about the company, you're going to be disappointed. The decision to leave was really difficult to make. I spent a decade with C.H. Jacobs, and over that time I had the pleasure of getting to know and work with some of the most incredible human beings. You've gotten to meet some of them here on the podcast. As with any organization, Jacobs is a reflection of their people and their beliefs, and it's a great company doing impactful things. I thought long and hard about this decision. I was in a great company, surrounded by great people. I was engaging with a team in Texas that has a brilliant future ahead of it, and it would have been a lot of fun to be a part of that. Why even consider making a change? Change takes work. There's obviously disruption. And of course, the timing's really funny with COVID going on. So the easy thing to do is to stay the course. In the first job I ever had, I was a laborer for a general contractor. I worked night shifts, sweeping floors and box stores, cleaning out abandoned or condemned houses filled with mess, and doing general labor in some strange and even gross situations. Our boss used to say, we do it the hard way because it's easier. I still don't know if I understand what he meant, but I was reminded of him as I debated making this change. I came to the conclusion that there are times we need to take the road less traveled. Playing safe has never been part of my DNA. The opportunity presented to me would give me a good reason to use those skills I've been developing over the years and to challenge myself in ways I hadn't even considered before, like learning a new language. This was a chance to engage with a Canadian company that's at a different part of its journey than Jacob's, a chance to influence the future during a time of change, and in a challenging environment on top of all that. How could I pass that up? I'm grateful to C.H. and Jacobs for the opportunities that I've had and to the people that I had a chance to work with for helping me along the way. Hopefully I helped them a little as well. All that said, it was time to move on. I accepted the role as CEO for EDPM of SNC-Lavalin here in Canada, and I started in January. Now you can probably understand why I've been a little bit quiet the last little while. Being here for a few months, I can say I'm having a great time. The people are awesome. I'm preparing to move to Montreal later this year, and I'm feeling the discomfort of learning French while working with my new team on some really fun things. I figured I could share a few revelations that I've had since joining the team. We don't change companies that often, and maybe there's something in my experience that you'll find interesting or useful. This is just the tip of the iceberg, of course, so I'm only a few months in, but it felt like a good way to start Season 2. Starting a new role in a new company, particularly during COVID lockdowns, gave me a nice reminder of the things that we often take for granted. We've talked over the last year a lot about the importance of your network. They're there to support you during the tough times. They can give you advice and challenge your thinking. They help you get things done and broaden your reach. They give you access to solutions you didn't even realize. And so much more. Something I hadn't realized at the time 
was just how big of an X factor the network can be, both inside your company and outside of it. Your network allows you to get more done and have a greater presence. Starting with a new firm reminded me of the stark difference between when you're 10 years in with a company versus just getting going. Building an internal network takes time and energy, even more complex in COVID. It's tempting to put your head down and just focus on your work. We've got to resist that temptation as the meager investment of time early on pays off in multiples later when your network is broad and powerful. So whether you're new in a company or you've been there for your whole career, value your network and be sure to set time aside to maintain those relationships and grow new ones. Be willing to give help anywhere that you can. My experience tells me that output comes back to you tenfold later on when you need it. Focus both inside and outside of the company, as it's the people that matter, not the name of the organization. Now talking about our friends, I've had a few friends choose to change firms in the past couple of years. When we stay in touch, we talk about our experiences, mine is the most fresh of course. Something that the group shared, which I hadn't fully understood at the time, was a feeling that they actually undervalued themselves and what they brought to the table. Realizing when they had gotten moving in the new team, that they had more in the toolkit than they ever imagined. We've talked about being willing to say yes and gather skills as you move through your career, but I missed something when we discussed that. Once in a while, it's important to take stock, to reflect on the things that you've learned, the things that you've seen and done, to consider what all of this has prepared you for. So set yourself a calendar reminder, settle in with the beverage of your choice, and think. Relive your career in your own mind. Consider the big learnings that you picked up along the way. Make yourself a few notes on how these experiences have shaped you, have prepared you. Compare this with what you hope to accomplish one day. Don't panic when you see the gaps. We all have gaps, and seeing them makes the difference. Be proud. I'm pretty sure you'll look at yourself in the mirror in this process and realize that you've grown a ton, even if you're just at the beginning of your career. Next, build a plan. Think about how you can gain the skills that will let you reach your long-term goals. And as our old friend Jocko would say, prioritize and execute. Alter your course if necessary along the way, but rinse and repeat this process, and I bet you'll realize faster growth than my friends or I ever have without being as reflective along the way. The last thing I want to share for today is something that I've been leaning on lately. When you take on changes in your life, particularly when things are stressful or uncertain, you need to find that foundation we talked about last summer to set your feet for successful change. There are times when that seems harder than others, but you always have this one thing. Who you are. Since you've been reflecting, you've drawn a pretty good outline of who you consider yourself to be as a leader. Don't forget, we're all leaders. That landscape may change, but if you've built your leadership personality on values and beliefs, then you won't ever have to worry about being what people expect. You can be yourself. You can lean on those values, beliefs, and the style you've developed over the years, regardless of the environment that you're in. The more you can let your true self show through, the easier it is, and you can focus that extra energy on the things necessary to get the job done, instead of being something that you're not. For me, this has meant continuing to focus on inclusive leadership in my new role, being transparent and curious, trying to see the great things the team is already doing, and to put us all in a position to do more of it in the future. It's early days, but I'm comfortable in betting on a transparent, value-based leadership to get us through whatever lies ahead. Take your time to think about what the core things are that you hold dear, 
How can you ensure that you bring them out every day? Figure that out, and the rest gets easier. Bringing us back around. I think it's important for all of us to double down on our relationships, foster your network, and grow it. This will only serve to raise all boats. Take the time to reflect on what you've built and become. This will let you feel confident as you enter a new arena to use those skills, and you won't be surprised at how much you bring to the table. As you reflect on those skills, think about who you are as a leader. What are the values you lead with? The more you embrace this, the more energy you'll free up to take on the challenge of the day. Decades ago, a young phenom had flown through the ranks in hockey, breaking all perceptions of what was possible. He seemed to appear in openings on the ice, to always be open and always in the right place to make something happen for his team. It was frustrating for opponents, amazing for spectators, and ultimately would set him apart as the best of all time. When asked how he magically was in the right place at the right time, all the time, Wayne Gretzky would respond simply, I skate where the puck will be, not where it is. You'll make many decisions in your career. They'll involve a lot of factors, both personal and professional. You'll have inputs from all sorts of sources that you need to decipher. In the end, you need to make your own calls. Nobody's going to make those for you. I hope you'll be bold, you'll be decisive, and you'll take the path that you believe in, even if others don't see it. For me, I intend to continue to go where the puck will be, and I'll see you there. This is the view from where I sit.